minutes of our lives inside Either in traffic at work or close eyes How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives Welcome to the Work Wherever podcast. This podcast where we talk about automation, AI, the ability to work wherever so you can live every day like it is Saturday. And this is a homegrown episode, which means I have my wife here. Hello. Hey, wife. Hi. So for those of you who are new to the show, we have four different flavors. We have the homegrown episodes, which is this one, which is where my wife and I talk about the ability to work wherever and how it affects our daily lives in terms of homeschooling. And it's kind of like a lifestyle blog, blog podcast mm-hmm. lifestyle podcast the other three flavors are roy's rants those are where it's just me uh ranting about something we have the the internet hotspot that's with sydney and now destiny 2 where we pull up uh news articles and talk about them and then we have the uh long, long form or the interviews which long form long form we don't do those very often <laughs> sorry uh, <laughs> But uh, we uh, or we haven't done one in a while. We were actually invited onto an episode, uh, a podcast. What was it? Uh, Business Life of Husband and Wife. Yes. We're going to have them on our show. Nice. So that ap- for that episode, it'll be me and you. It'll be long form. Be long form. Okay. It'll be you and me, and we'll be talking to them, interviewing them like we inter- they interviewed us. Fun. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. So on this episode, it's a homegrown episode, which means we talk about homeschooling. And so we are going to talk about uh, daily planning and how do you plan out your day when it comes to homeschooling, which this is when we were on that episode of Business Life with Husband and Wife. Mm -hmm. We got kind of like the normal questions I feel like we always get. But then they they did throw in a few like the normal questions are like curriculum. Mm -hmm. How do you know what to teach? How do you socialize? Which we've done a few homegrown podcasts on those. And then they asked, you know, like, how do you plan your day? Yep. Which we haven't done a podcast on that. So that's what we decided to do for this episode. And if you guys want more information on this while we're talking about this, you can go to homegrownwithhaley.com and, or haleyedwards.com. I think they both go to the same place homegrownwithhaley.com and that will have you click on the resources and you can see the downloadable for the is it a schedule planner yeah it's the weekly schedule i call it our board board okay because so the downloadable i print them out every week for each of our children and i put them on a clipboard and i leave them right above the kids desks and then i will reference them throughout the day and then the children reference them as well um, our oldest is 12, so he's managing his day. I use that downloadable, our board form, um, to write out his week. Um, and anything that we're doing together, I'll highlight so he knows when he looks on it. He says, like, knows, okay, I'll wait for mom to do that. 
everything else is fair game and he's able to choose what he wants to do throughout the day. So when you say highlight, you take a highlighter? Yeah. Okay. So I'll just like highlight the cells that we do together. Throughout that the whole sense. week. And yeah. you do that on Sunday nights, right? I will. Ideally, like, I like to do it on Sunday nights. I like to plan the whole week on Sunday nights. But sometimes, like, the evenings get away from us. And, like, I mean, we own our own business. Yeah. So my evenings are kind of spent doing what I need to do for our business. Um, but as well as scheduling homeschooling. So if I don't get through the whole week on Sunday evening, I will take some time at the end of, you know, the day however many days I need to. Sometimes, like, some weeks I'm just so overextended that uh -huh. I have to just sit down at the end of each day and just fill in their day the next day. And so what's and it's on? it's easy yeah. for me because, you know, once we're in, the like, the rhythm, I know where the kids are with everything. Like, I actually, for math with the younger ones, I yeah. prefer just filling in their math every evening because then it's like because we're teaching like for mastery we're not teaching to right. the test so it's like we're not trying to speed through things and so depending, they might get through things faster they, or they, slower they do get through things yeah. more quickly but you know if i were to plan out the whole week in math and they master counting by threes in you know one day well i'm not going to spend the rest of the week right on counting by threes like, we'll move on to something else so for the little ones with math I tend to see how the day goes and then I'll just play the next day real quick. We use Matthew C for Yeah. Yeah. Which is like the counting blocks, right? It's like an interactive uh, they're almost like Lego pieces. Yeah, the integer blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, so for Matthew C we use that for the early elementary grammar age. So and there then, are three for those of you who haven't heard us talk about this before, there are three phases grammar phase, rhetoric phase. Logic and Logic rhetoric. rhetoric. Yeah. Yeah. So the grammar phase is the foundational phase. You think like early elementary, you're teaching them grammar, you're teaching them basic math skills. Um, and then logic is when you move into, okay, asking the questions, why? Okay. Well, is, how do I find good sources to find information on the internet? Mm -hmm. Right. What makes something true? And then rhetoric is the stage where they're able to form the arguments that, you know, defend what their beliefs are, um, where it's like they already understand how to get the information and it's how to, like, you know, to live by what their truths are or so what the truths are. When you're planning it out, because there's – how do you plan out all three kids? So we have three – we have three kids. Well, we have four. But we have okay. three that are in learning, right? Yeah. Do all of their schedules look the same? No. Okay. So how do you plan, how do you manage multiple schedules? Um, okay. Well, I always start with reading, writing, and math. That's kind of because those are the three things that they're all doing differently. And I always make sure that I, you know, nail down what and where they are throughout the week. Um, and then I will pepper in if you will the electives right so things that we would do more together mm. like history um science um foreign language bible um you know anything that we would do more together even if the older ones like get extension work those are still things that i would have highlighted that we would do in a group setting yeah 
Um, like we all read the yeah. Bible together because mm -hmm. we're all learning right. about that. All different ages. Our can older do that. son, he takes his he takes his own Bible class, so right. he's doing extension work from that. But we're all reading together. Same with history. Mm -hmm. So we follow, you know, a timeline in history. We spend a little more time in certain periods. Um, like right now, we're doing the American Revolution. We're spending more time in that than we spent in, you know, it last year. Um, and then do next year, we won't spend. Yeah. So we do like a full sweep of world history. Every year. Mm -hmm. And it's just based on the age group. So our oldest, he's 12. He has more sidebar work or will do a different type of presentation than yeah. say. And we do a lot of like living history books. So he'll read like more like he'll read diary entries um, like from that time period. Whereas like our younger children, they're not going to be reading, right. you know, diary entries about you know, from a civil war right. soldier on the battlefield. Right. So what do they do? Maybe they draw a map or something like that. Yeah, right? definitely maps. Yeah. That's a, yeah. And then more high level. Plus, we live in a pretty good area for Civil War and history in general. Well, yeah, and American Revolution, which is what we're doing now. Yeah, but American yeah. Revolution for sure. I mean, D.C. area, there's like a, museums everywhere you look. Mm -hmm. Manassas is down the street, Bull Run, you know, in terms of Civil War when you start talking about that. Mm -hmm. And then Yorktown. Like, we went to Jamestown. Yeah, we went to Jamestown and Yorktown. And Yorktown. And Williamsburg did the triangle down there. Right. Um, but yeah. So that's all history. <laughs> yep. I mean, that is history, obviously, but that yeah. counts as history. So, because yeah. what you said there, and I don't really want to gloss it over because um, it's important, but you, you said like history and science were like electives because they're not the core, right? Well, outside of reading, writing, math, that's just how right. I plan. Right. But yeah, I know. Yeah. But I don't want you to, I don't want to like glaze that. I know. I understand that. Yeah. But I don't want to glaze that over because history and math and, or not math, sorry, history and science mm -hmm. are electives out, out, outside of the, the core, uh, but reading, math and reading, math and what is it? English writing. writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same thing. So those are the core that you do. Every day, right? Mm -hmm. Those three every day. And then maybe one day you'll do history, another day you'll do science, another day you'll do Bible, right? No, we do Bible every day. Okay. But I'm Bible saying, is a, so like is... history and science will alternate. Right. Like every other day. Yeah. Okay. But then like, so for example, something for like um, with science, like um, we also do copy work. And so I have the littles, they copy the scientific method, right? That's like something yeah. that they'll, and they will copy it, you know, every other day for that week. And now that's not what we're doing for science, but that's what they're doing for their copy work, right? So they're still getting that exposure to information, you know, in science um, outside of. That's what they would do for like writing that day. You're no, you're that's what they would do for copy work. Okay, so break that down because yeah. I was under the impression that for some of our writing, we were extending writing into other subjects to say like, yeah. okay, for writing, write this Psalm. Or whatever, or write this, write this proverb, and that's how you're extending it into other subjects. So, but you're saying that's copy. That's totally different than handwriting or yeah. writing. Yeah. So we do also copy work, narration, and di dictation. Totally, which are separate than writing. Yes. So what counts as writing? So writing is going to be giving them the tools to write well, right? So 
what we use in the early years is we use writing with ease, um, which is where I read passages or I'll read a passage. So it goes by week. So in one week, I'll read a passage. Um, and then from that passage, I ask leading questions and I get them basically to hammer down a summary of a passage. Right. And so then they are um, like computing in their head. OK, well, let's let me write something about this passage. Let me summarize this passage. It's teaching them how to. Mm. Okay. How to write. So that's where we're where you that's have the stories. Yeah. And you read the story and you say and you ask them questions or ask yeah. to summarize the story. And they and they have to answer incomplete sentences. Right. So I'll read something and I'll say like, what was the cat like? What was the cat's name? And right. say like the cat's name was and you know they have to form an incomplete right. sentence right. And they're not even writing that down. They're just speaking it out loud and then. At the end of the lesson, I say, tell me in two or three sentences what happened in the story. And then they'll tell me really well. It's like almost like magic. I'm like, wow, <laughs> writing with ease. I, it's great. So the, uh, give me the core again, writing, reading, and math. Yeah. And those are on every single day. Yes. We do those every single day. Yeah. And so the, the the planner that we have is cells, right? It's, yeah. it's essentially an Excel sheet is what it looks like. Yeah. And so you'd fill in, walk me through it here. Okay, so I have on the left column going down is the subjects. And so you can fill in all the subjects that you're doing that entire year. Mm -hmm. um, and then- The top is the days. The top is the days. And you can do Monday through Friday. You could do days one through five. Right, right? you're starting on like a Wednesday or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. right. And I think that that's kind of also a good way to do it because then it's like, you can pick up on on any day. Saturday. You don't have to like start on a Monday, right? right? Or if you wanted to only do school like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, and whatever. then you just take Friday off and you're okay. Well, we're on day three now, even though it's right. Monday, right? Um, yes, and so then for each subject, I fill in what they're doing that day, or if they're not doing anything that day, I just leave it blank. And you print these out and you put it on a clipboard for them. Yeah. So they they all have their clipboard on their desk. Mm -hmm. So we have a whole room with all their desks. You don't and have to have it. You don't have to just, have it. We've right. been really fortunate to have that. It, it is nice, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But we could take those boards in the road, and I take them outside. Yeah. Like on days, I try to be outside all the time, and sometimes like I'll just pack up like their boards, and then we'll just go outside. Yeah. And we'll just do school outside. And they when well when they're done with it, they just cross it off, right? Yeah, just cross it off. And at the end of the week, do you do anything with it at the end of the week? Do I have a reward system? <laughs> <laughs> What's the reward system? That's the stickers. Is that where the stickers come yeah. in? They're so pumped whenever they're talking about stickers. Yeah. Like, Dad, Dad, I got stickers. Because our stickers, somehow they are related to currency in some form or fashion. So for the littles, I they have a sticker chart. And once they get through a certain amount of stickers, so they get a sticker each day. They do everything on their board. So if they get everything done on their board, they for the get whole a sticker. Week. The whole week, right? Every oh, no, day. for the day. For, for the, the day, day, they get a sticker. Okay, every and day so you get a sticker. And so then if they get through, like, basically, like, 21 days or however many days I decide. Sometimes I <laughs> We're just rolling with <laughs> they it. They haven't caught on yet. But, um, <laughs> you know, and then they, they – I also put up, like, what they're working towards, like, the reward. Right. Eleanor's right now is, like, so – Is it another backpack? Task, I feel like it's no. always a backpack. No, it's actually it's riding lessons. She gets oh, to cool. have yeah to go have a riding lesson, but it's completes schoolwork each day without fussing. Right, that's a big one. Yeah, 
And then she does that and gets through all her work. Then she gets a sticker. So they all have that. Not Avery. Avery doesn't. He doesn't have one? No, he doesn't have a sticker chart, no. <laughs> because he's always flustered? No, because he's 12. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, that's not really he's what out of his the stage. reward is. So, there's, so, so at what point did he ever have a sticker chart? Yes. When he did we stop doing that? Chart. This year? Um, Probably this year. I think this year he's never had a sticker chart this year. And how does he feel about that? He hasn't said he anything about it. He doesn't care. Right. Yeah. Last year he definitely cared about it, he's though. Very, yes. It really encouraged him. I think it really has helped him take ownership of his day. Yeah. And his schoolwork. Because, you know, now the goal. The goal isn't to get them to work for stickers. Right. The goal is to get them to realize yeah. they get the job with them they need to get done. Then... They get rewarded. He's had a lot more age. freedom this year where he's able to. So we got all the kids laptops. So we are mm -hmm. Microsoft partners and Microsoft makes a really good surface. Uh, the surface computers are fantastic. So all of our employees use the Microsoft surface. They all use the Microsoft surface laptop, which is a great, great computer. That's what I use. I use the laptop for Haley. You have the studio, yeah. which is like the all in one desktop, which is badass computer. It's nice. And then the kids all have Surface Go 2s, which is mm -hmm. like this like mini laptop. It's actually built for students. Mm -hmm. So that's been great for the kids. They all have their own. They all have more decorated with stickers and mm -hmm. all did their own little thing for it. Um, and then we have them. We got them set up. And for you that are listening, they're like, you gave all your kids computers. So mm -hmm. we set them up with Microsoft accounts. Mm -hmm. And then we are the parent account. Mm -hmm. And then we synced the child account to our parent account so we can see like what they're looking at we can well, we block also, sites yes okay so we also have a management and you need to talk about this so since our kids do have access to internet eleanor yeah. and chase don't right it's, yeah i just it's I most of our most of our oldest but avery you know he has to go they all have access to the internet when they're doing school right but avery yeah you know, avery has more access because He's older and will go on to it sometimes to do just go like jump on YouTube, for instance. Right. But so what do we have on our computer that keeps them safe from bad things on the internet? Yeah, it's the way they're logged in. So with two, it's actually twofold. So we have an Orbi system within our household, which yeah. is like a an internet setup. So it's like an internet booster. But at the same time, I can see what devices are connected to the I can set up firewalls. I can kick devices off if I wanted to. Like I can to totally stop them. Like our kids have switches, right? Like the Nintendo Switch where you can set like game time limits and stuff mm -hmm. like that. You can do that with an Orbi too where you can just like turn the internet off. But how are we keeping them from going on other? Because I know we have something that's on it. Yeah, it's on so Microsoft. Can talk about that? Like because it keeps them from looking at anything. Or yeah. Like even anything popping up in like a Google search. That's yeah. That's like not appropriate. So we created them Microsoft accounts. So they're, they all have their own Outlook account. So it's, you know, their name at Outlook.com, which you can just go. It's a free account. And so we have Outlook accounts as well through the we use our business. Um, and so we register them as children to our parent accounts. And then within the parent account settings within the Microsoft account. So we I would log in as myself. I go into the family and I can see I actually get a report every week, every Monday. I think it's every Monday. Uh, I get a report of all the sites they've been to, if there are any updates that the computer needs, if there are, like, it's like a total report, what they're searching. So if they're, like, uh, which is always stupid stuff. Okay, but how is it keeping it, like, from Google searches, like, something weird coming up? Yeah, I can set their protection. 
in the settings in the Microsoft in my okay. Microsoft account. Gotcha. So I can say like that it sets their age. Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, you know, this old, this old, this old. I think it's mm -hmm. based on like, uh, it's like an age gap. And I think our oldest isn't like he's. We don't have him to teenager yet. I don't think because that it kind of opens the door because thirteen and like sixteen, seventeen are kind of all jumbled together but you set their age and then that restricts their searches so in like bing or google because they use their outlook account to sign into the computer itself mm -hmm. and so everything they do on the computer mm -hmm. is monitored by that outlook account because it's registered to our um our parental account so mm -hmm. we can so like we were able to block like youtube right he just couldn't use it. So it was like, all right, blocked YouTube. You can't use it. And so then we did open it up because there was like a couple like, what was it he had to do? Like a research paper or something like that? I don't even remember why we unblocked that, to be honest with you. Mm. Maybe we just got duped. Maybe he was like, I need to use, I need to <laughs> use YouTube. But we were able to monitor. So like you can get rid of like time-wasting applications like YouTube or Facebook or whatever, but you could also like just straight up block sites you don't want them to go to right. so yeah you could rely on the restriction yeah. um but it's like a it's like an mdm so it's like a mobile device management Sim similar to like business we do that for our employees too we can block um different and it's all it's all auto right all through the internet so it's mm -hmm. it's very similar to like zero touch deployment when you're talking about in the business sense where it's like we get a new employee you order them on a surface laptop you send it to them you register to our, to our network um then you deploy a certain profile to them, which would be like a kid's picking what age they are. You deploy the profile, and from that profile of who they are, it'll give them specific applications to download, applications they can't download, and then put restrictions on what they can and cannot see. Yeah. So this schedule, which is up at homegrownwithhaley.com, mm -hmm. you do it a week in advance, mm -hmm. sometimes. Sometimes you'll do add in math, but most of the time you're doing a week in advance. You're leaving a couple of cells open for math. And you're, so you're writing math on the right side or on the left side, rather. So what do you write? You write math, reading, writing, because of the ones you do every day, mm -hmm. right? And then you do history, science. And if they don't have it that day, you're just writing an X or something? I just leave it blank. You just leave it totally blank. Yeah. Okay, so what dictates that they have to do it that day? So like what goes in the cells like every day? So we have we have a filled out math, science, reading, uh, history, computer, Bible. We got them all written down on the left. Now at the top, we got one, two, three, four, five, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm -hmm. right? And then there are cells that correspond with those, right? So like math Monday. What do I write in that cell? If there's so you said if you leave it blank if there's if they don't have anything to do that day and if they do have something what do you write? I just write what they have to do. So it's like the pages. Yeah, or if it's reading a chapter, reading like page certain... one, lesson yes. two, yes. or something. Yes. Of the book. Yeah. Okay. Right. So they have it's it, yeah that doesn't seem very difficult. <laughs> yeah. All right, so it's not rocket science here. Yeah. You're not inventing the wheel. I don't think so. Oh, I, th I thought you invented the wheel. Yeah, no, I mean... That's a history lesson. That's that's a, one of the great things about homeschooling is... Just keep it simple. Keep it simple. I mean, I think that, yes, I think keeping it simple helps for sure. Yeah. You don't need to overcomplicate something. Right. right. Especially if the ultimate goal for this checklist, this schedule... Well, one, it's supposed to be easy on you, too. Mm -hmm. 
But the ultimate goal of the schedule is like where we've made it to with Avery, right? Mm -hmm. Where we just hand it to him. Well, he hang, we hang it above their desk. Mm -hmm. And so he comes down in the morning and we do, well, we didn't even touch on the five ups. I, I love you still call it high fives. High yeah. fives, whatever. Maybe right. always, maybe always laugh with five ups. Five. Yeah. <laughs> so high five. the high fives, which yeah. we'll talk about that in a second. Let's close with the high, with the, sure. with the uh, high fives. I should have started with it. It feels so backwards now. Ah, it's okay. But we have it. We have that hung up above their desks. They come down in the morning. They take a look at it. They know what they're doing. Our oldest grabs the clipboard and off with it, right? Yeah. And sometimes he bring, even though he's not really supposed to, he'll bring his computer up into his room and lock himself in his room and veg out, right? Yeah. Not really supposed to do that, but it's like as long as you get what it is that you're supposed to be doing, as long as you get it done, it is what it right. is. Now, we do have another element to this. Okay. And that's the high fives, which yeah. I call them five ups, apparently, and nobody else does. But the high fives is like the morning meeting. Well, right? it's like your morning, like... It's a scrum meeting, stand up. Checklist. Yeah. Like, get yourself together. Do you go over the schedule during that? During the morning meeting, yes. Yeah. That's the last thing. The okay. High fives. And so the reason I have it is because it just got to be too hectic trying to make sure everyone's... Okay, did you, did you brush your teeth or whatever, right? Yeah. So it's like, now it's like, did you finish your high five? So the high five is... Get dressed, brush your teeth, have breakfast, make your bed, meet, morning meeting with mom, right? So if it's the morning and we haven't had our morning meeting yet and I see you running around chasing your sister with a pool noodle, <laughs> I'm going to ask you, did you finish your high five? And if you say yes, then I'm like, okay, well, I need to hurry myself up so we can have a morning meeting right. and like, get this under control. <laughs> or if you say no, then I'm like, go finish your high five. Right. And that. They know that that means brush your teeth, make your bed, um, have breakfast. And so then at the morning meeting, what do you do at the morning meeting? We read Bible. Okay. So that's Bible. And we Bible. talk about our day. You go over the schedule. Yeah. Which you, have, you had already have made either the the day before. Sometimes, yeah. have you ever done it in the morning? Uh, not really. No. Yeah. It's pretty difficult to do it in the morning. Yeah. There's so much going on in the morning. I would breakfast not and that. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do the same thing with like bricks. So mm -hmm. I set my bricks or for those of you who listen to uh, Andy Priscilla or are familiar with Andy, he it's uh, his power list is very similar to, to our structure of bricks. And I always write them the day before. I don't do it a week prior because of what you're talking about. Everything could be so fluid and you get, it's, it's that sense of agile. There are some things that you just need it's to Some be, things change, yeah. you know, it's priorities That's change. That's why also writing it in pencil, as much as I love my like gel pens and yeah. I do use my gel pens, there are times where I'm like, man, I wish I would have not have written this in pen. Now we're crossing things out. Yeah. So writing in pencil because then you can erase and then yeah. change things. Because I'm sure planning a week in advance is helpful sometimes, mm -hmm. but things change. And you got to roll with the punches, especially yeah. if you're homeschooling, your schedule is fluid. Yeah. You're moving around, you're going around, you might even be traveling, which, um, you know, we'll be traveling a bunch this summer, whether it's a lacrosse tournament or yeah. RV or whatever. And sometimes you're just not going to get to things. And so things will roll over and you'll move things around. And yeah, so pencil is always good. But that's how I do it with my bricks is I write them the day before. Mm -hmm. I don't, do, I've never done it a whole week out. I've done it two weeks out, but only when things move. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're planning for everybody else, it definitely takes a weight off your shoulders to just get it down. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just sitting around your head and you're like, okay, this, that, and the other thing. It's like, just write it down and it's like. You know, At least you have a starting point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. 
Okay, cool. So you guys can go to homegrownwithhaley.com, download your schedule. Do you have a contact form on your site? You do, right? I don't know. You should. I feel like you do. If you don't have, it, there should be a contact form up there. You can contact Haley. I'm sure you'll jump on in a call to help with uh with their scheduling. Yeah, reach out to it. her. Yeah, I think that. Right. Yes. Yeah, of course you will. Or just hit some comments and or hit hit the comments in this YouTube video down below if you guys have any questions you want to hear different. If you have any questions about scheduling, about your stand-ups, if there are something you guys want to hear us talk about, because we are going to break down the, the three stages, right. the grammar, logic, and rhetoric mm -hmm. stages. And then we're building guidebooks right now for the... What was it funny? Well, I'm laughing because it's like scheduling and then I'm thinking, well, then there's also managing the day. Like then Ooh. there's actually getting through the schedule. Because just scheduling it, that's just... That's just like plan. That's just getting started, yeah. Right. Actually, like going through the day. Uh-huh. And like in the trenches. <laughs> that's what I feel like <laughs> you're in the trenches. That's like a whole... When you're at war with the children. That's a whole other thing. Do you want to touch on that at all? Not right now. Okay, that's like a whole other episode. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yes. But I think like scheduling your day, using the bricks method, super helpful. But... Don't get mad at me if things are still crazy. <laughs> so that that's a good point. So for bricks, right? I always say bricks five. If you're going to do more than five, eventually you're going to burn yourself out. Mm -hmm. Although right now I'm doing 75 hard, which actually today's my last day of phase one. Mm -hmm. So my last day of 30. And you have to do eight tasks, which is more than I'm used to. Usually mm -hmm. I only do five. Right. I've been doing eight for the last 30 days, which is a lot of tasks. So how and when you're scheduling daily, mm -hmm. How many, like, how many is too many? Like, what's your number? Do you have a magic number? No, I don't have a number. Okay. Yeah. So it's just like what feels right. Yes. So is there like certain ones that you don't recommend? Like, do you have like a certain recommendation? Because what if I have like 10 different things that I want to do? How many should I do in a day? I don't know what things yeah. are. Okay. You know? I so mean, that's like, a, like... that's like a as needed. Top. That's like a, what's your, what are, how many kids you got kind of a question. I don't know. That seems like I feel like I would. I, that would be one of the first questions that I ask. Like, how, how many things do you want to get? How today? many subjects do I put on? How much like, time are you going to spend there? Are you going to like really spend time in history reading, right? And maybe sitting down and then having them read to you, mm -hmm. and then maybe you're like writing something through from your history book and like copying something and doing dictation through there. Yeah. Are you going to call that just history? No. Well, that's a lot of things in one, right? If we're talking right. about just things. Right. So. It's really hard to so say. So how does that go on the schedule? How would you write that on the schedule? I would write history. And if I was doing all of those things in history, I probably wouldn't do much other than math. Right? Because For the I'm, day. Right. Because yeah. if I'm doing like the writing and reading all of that all in, in history. that lesson. Yeah, right. right? Um, but then if I feel like, okay, we've got a lot of free time. That's why... We have like the kids take piano lessons. And so it's like, okay, well now you'll spend extra time practicing piano because all of a sudden, like this took much less time than I thought it did, but I don't want you guys just going wild, which kids should definitely have free time. Totally. But sometimes you need to have, you know, some structure. Right. So having healthy habits that you're encouraging them to go and like draw, paint, practice, whatever their sport is. Um, you know, go just go outside or practice their instrument, right? Things that you can like fall back on if you do end up like scheduling yourself light, you know, or if you schedule yourself too heavy, that's why writing pencil is good because then you can just sneak in and like erase it off their board and they won't realize that you're like 
overwhelmed. <laughs> and so part to bring this kind of bring back to like what previous episodes, de-schooling is starting out light, right? So to find yeah. your groove of what you can put into a day, yeah, you do de-schooling, bring in maybe like math and history. Reading, writing, math. Yeah. Re sorry. Reading, writing, math. Yeah. And just do those three. Yeah. And then see how frequently you can bring in history and science. Or see like what it feels good for you, like what you want to do for history or science, like what right. you've been... What feels right? There's so many options. Like there's so much that you could do as a homeschooler, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, deschooling is important for that reason. For you to like take that time off and figure out what is right for your family, but then also knowing that what feels right like could change a bit depending upon your schedule, the season. For us, like sports plays a big yeah. role. So it's like during lacrosse season, like you know, we're spending a lot of time out right yeah for practice and whatever but yeah so like so for monday and wednesdays for a while there like i was scheduling the boys a little lighter so that they'd have some time to chill before practice right makes sense yeah we're about to go to annapolis six games in one weekend <laughs> that'll be fun Right. That's just one child. Can you it's imagine just one. Jesus, that's going to be 12 games in a weekend. I know. Our second, Oof. he was like so what? disappointed that he, his, so he, it's not that he didn't make the travel team. They just didn't have enough kids. I don't know how that's possible. It's crazy. I, lacrosse uh, is a super cool sport. I don't know. I, I, how are these kids not wanting to play lacrosse? I think it's just summer. Summer. Oh, that's true. We are you in know, summer. Hello. Everybody's do, swimming. Right. So they do fall. In the yeah. fall, they'll have a team again. Right. And it runs fall through the spring. That makes sense. And so, you know, the the kids that are playing the summer right now, they play year-round. Right. So it's like the 2033s, mm -hmm. that, which is the eight-year-olds. That's a lot of lacrosse for an eight-year-old, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Have to take the summers off. But he was bummed that he didn't have a team. Yeah. But I'm so, yeah, pretty glad. Just practice during the day. Yeah. Really good because... Everybody else is sitting inside. Just sitting around. We're over here working. It's lazy, lazy homeschool a lazy, kids. A bunch of lazy bums sitting mm, on their couches. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Well, guys, hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Go to homegrownwithhaley.com. You'll actually be able to see we grouped all of our homegrown episodes over there. So if you go to homegrownwithhaley.com, you click on the podcast, it'll have all six, now seven, of the episodes we've done on uh, homegrown. You can go to goworkforever.com as well. That'll have all the episodes from this podcast, but we've grouped the home, the homegrown episodes specifically on that site. There's also like, what, five or six downloadables over there now? Um, and we're doing some really cool stuff over there. We're, bu we're building out a, a quiz to see like where exactly you're at in terms of uh, what your homeschool style is and what yep. your child's learning style is. Yep. And then we're building out guidebooks for those styles for the uh, grammar, logic, and rhetoric stages so that you take the quiz, you see where you're at, you download the guidebook, and then you're off and running. And then while you're there, you can grab the schedule, print that out every uh, every week. And what else did we do? We did another one. The core values one is up there too. Mission statement. Mission values. statement and core values. That's up there as well to help you define why you're homeschooling, what your mission statement is and what, what your core values are. So go over there, homegrownwithhaley.com, check it out. Um, you got anything else before we go? Mm, no. No. All set. This is great. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. Until next time. See you. guys thanks so much for watching and or listening we have had a great time hope you did too you can find all of the work forever podcast episodes here on youtube itunes spotify or all of your major streaming platforms with new episodes dropping every monday make sure to follow us at capital presence on all social platforms to stay up to date with the things all work wherever related see you next week